0: All right, it's Friday, and we're glad that you're joining us. This is Between the Lines. I'm Scott. Yeah, I'm Junior. And we are going to get right into Chapter 16 now. You know, I, I kind of complained about not being able to read much from Wednesday, and so yesterday you I wanted... You did the whole thing. <laughs> I did the whole thing. <laughs> I never, never... And I don't I don't even think you said a whole lot. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm still gonna, here. I'll tell you what, uh, I will... Uh, I will let you take the whole chapter if you want the whole chapter.
1: No, I'm good because it's kind of funny because this chapter, if you have your Bibles open, you're, you're going to see this, that half the chapter is in brackets. And it's kind of like, what's going on there? And um, my dad and I actually, I don't know if we disagree on this yeah, or not. kind of, maybe. I think you that know. the what's in brackets
0: is was included in scripture, is scripture. And And I'm I'm questioning whether or not it was. It it all depends on what those early manuscripts and what was included in those early. So what if you read? It doesn't doesn't put any doubt on the story of Jesus' resurrection at all. It's just uh, whether or not that section seemed to have been added, at least in my estimation, seemed to have been added by a copyist, uh, some monk, at some point, but it, you know, the thing is, is it is in most of our manuscripts. Yeah. It's just not in the earliest manuscripts. So right. you you might be right about on that.
1: Yeah. So why don't you read the ones that you know are in Scripture, and I'll read the ones that <laughs> I think are in Scripture. <laughs>
0: All right. All right. So I'll read the first eight verses. Then we're at chapter sixteen, verse one. And now again, remember the atmosphere when we ended. It was just dark, and it was it was tough. Jesus had died. And they took his body down, laid in the tomb. And yep. you can just feel this heaviness, this weight over all of Jerusalem. And then we have Sunday morning. The next evening, when the Sabbath ended, Mary Magdalene and Siloam and Mary, the mother of James, went out and purchased burial spices to put on Jesus's body.
1: And they couldn't do this right after Jesus had died because Jesus had died right before Sabbath. Yeah. So getting Jesus into the tomb, it was like this really quick thing. And now they're kind of catching you, up. Sabbath yeah, you, you is done, even, now we can go in You there. couldn't
0: even buy, you know, couldn't even go to a market right. uh, on the Sabbath. And you can imagine that Sabbath for them because yeah. that would have been a miserable time. Yeah. As they, they couldn't even prepare the body right. for burial. So now they're finishing the job. So they bought the stuff, verse 2, very early on Sunday morning, just as at sunrise, they came to the tomb. Got up even before the, the light was up. And then got there as the sun was coming up. On the way, they were discussing who would roll the stone away from the entrance to the tomb. They realized, oh yeah, we forgot there was that big, heavy.
1: And no, I just, I gotta say this: as they're walking right now to the t- tomb mm-hmm. in the temple, they're celebrating something called the festival of the first fruits. And this is where the priest would raise up the first fruits of the harvest, and the the crowd would cheer, "Hey, this is what God just gave us from the ground." And we know that because it came right after Passover. Yep and now they're headed to the garden to see the real first fruits of what God raised from the ground. <laughs> we, I love that. It's so awesome. I love
0: that. Cuz then and Paul also talks about in 1 Corinthians he talks about Jesus' resurrection was the first fruits of the rest of us. Right. That yeah. we now can be resurrected because of Jesus' resurrection. Yeah. All right, so they're they're just talking about something practical. How are we going to get this stone? away but when they arrived they looked up and saw the stone, a very large one. And and Junior, we've seen a lot of these. Because Mm -hmm. there a lot of these tombs are around in Israel with a stone carved out with a place in the ground to roll it over. And no, I I don't think I could roll that stone all by myself. So of course these women are wondering how are they gonna get it. And when I say I, emphasizing like I'm so you know, this this well built strong man, (laughs) I wasn't trying to say that. But anyway, they arrived, they look up, they saw the stone had already been rolled aside. So they entered the tomb, and there on the right sat a young man clothed in a white robe. And the women were startled, I would guess, to say the least. You know, a man, a living man in this tomb, all dressed in white. But the angel said, do not be so surprised. You are looking for Jesus, the Nazarene, who was crucified. He isn't here. He has been raised from the dead. Look, this is where they laid his body. Now go and give this message to his disciples, including Peter, Jesus is going ahead that. of you. I love that, including Peter. Do you notice including that? Because Peter. the
1: last time Peter ran off because he denied Jesus, and yeah. so he said, hey, Peter's,
0: Peter's forgiven, go get him too. Yeah, including they, they Peter. knew what was going on in his heart and mind at that yeah. time. And so Jesus is going ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there just as he told you before he died. And uh, the women fled from the tomb, trembling and bewildered, saying nothing to anyone because they were too frightened to talk. Then they reported all these instructions briefly to Peter and his companions. And afterward, Jesus himself sent them out from east to west with a sacred and unfailing message of salvation that gives eternal life. Amen. Again, that's part of the reason why it just sounds like an ending here. <laughs> it does. Um, that's so, right. I'll, but I'll let you I'll pick it up in verse nine. On in
1: Verse 9. Again, these are in brackets, but this is verse 9. After Jesus rose from the dead early on Sunday morning, the first person who saw him was Mary Magdalene, the woman who he had cast out seven demons. She went to the disciples who were grieving and weeping and told them what had happened. And when she told them that Jesus was alive and she had seen him, they didn't believe her. Afterward, he appeared in a different form to two of his followers who were walking from Jerusalem into the country. This is the road to Emmaus. They rushed back to tell the others, but no one believed them. Still later, he appeared to the 11 disciples as they were eating together. He rebuked them for their stubborn unbelief because they refused to believe those who had seen him after he had been raised from the dead. Then he told them, go into all the world and preach the good news to everyone. Anyone who believes and is baptized will be saved, but anyone who refuses to believe will be condemned. These miraculous signs will accompany those who believe." They will cast out demons in my name. They will speak in new languages. They will be able to handle snakes with safety. And if they drink anything poisonous, it won't hurt them. They will be able to place their hands on the sick and they will be healed. When the Lord had finished talking with them, he was taken up into heaven and sat down in the place of honor at God's right hand. And the disciples went everywhere and preached. And the Lord worked
0: through them, confirming what they had said by many miraculous signs. You know, I I think we can say this, too, that as you read through this, you'll recognize these stories, the stuff that's in there, that material is found in the other Gospels as well. Yep. And so whether we want to believe that this is part of the original Mark text or not. It's accurate. It is truth. It, It comes out of the other Gospels. These stories come out of the other Gospels, if nothing else. Yeah. And so, and that's the thing is while we, there are some passages in scripture once in a while that we come across, we're wondering, okay, is this reading correct? Or is that reading depending on, sometimes there might be a little, little bit of a discrepancy between manuscripts, but there, there's no doctrine ever that is at stake in any of those questions. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, we'll get to Proverbs. We're in Proverbs three now today.
1: Yep. Proverbs and three.
0: We're going to look at verse one. All right, my child, never forget the things I have taught you. Think of Solomon here now. Again, he's teaching the young men of the palace, wanting to give them wisdom. And we're talking about his own, his sons. So he's talking about, he said, listen, my child, I want you to hear this. Store my commands in your heart, for they will give you a long and satisfying life. Yeah, I love that. That also comes out of the Ten Commandments. Yep.
1: There is something too. I mean, long and satisfying life. I like that word "satisfying" because I don't know, I don't know anybody who doesn't honor their parents who's happy. Hmm. Even even people who are in their adult years, you know, and they don't honor their parents, they're
0: just not. They're unhappy. And you may not have had the best of parenting. No, and and I get that, um, but we still have that responsibility to honor our parents. Yeah, and it's not just the honoring of parents that he's talking about here. Store my commandments in your heart, because it's also following after, pursuing after the commandments of God, this is what makes life
1: meaningful. Carrying on those values, yeah, absolutely. All right, we'll make it a good Friday. Have a great weekend. Make sure you're in
0: scripture. Yep, continue reading, continue continue reading
1: and be in church. Be in church and we'll see you Monday morning.